Hello, and welcome to Dice Try, the RPG and storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub. <laughs> Guys, I need to I need to tell you something, and I I was waiting for someone to ask me, but no one did. Well, we're gonna we're waiting for the for Craig to get here because we didn't want. Oh, Craig was here. Out. Craig is here now. Oh, Craig's here now. Oh, Craig's okay. here. Okay. Uh. So, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you for asking. Wow. And how was <laughs> so so out of the blue? We we uh, missed you. I missed you too. I'm in Mexico, y'all. Wait. Uh? What? Yeah. Like right at this moment, you're in like Mexico? literally right, right at this now? moment. I am in, in Mexico. You're international. Oh. This is this is an international podcast now, bitches. Me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What are you? What the fuck? Where are in Mexico, Mexico are you right now? I'm in uh, Baja Rosarito. Oh, you're in Rosarito. Yeah. Oh, you little bitch. What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing in Rosarito? I got friends who moved here, and they were like, "Hey, you should come down to Rosarito." And I was like. Mm-hmm. International Definitely. travel. Yeah. yeah. I feel and like we're all just, stuck in a bubble in America. We're like, oh, we're safe here. No, we're not. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. So absolutely it's not. cool. I'm actually, to be honest, I'm thinking about moving here. I know that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, rent is so cheap. How much it's, is it? Oh, I could get a whole place to myself for like under a grand. Wow. I mean, well, compared to L.A. and the greater L.A. area, everything is fucking cheap. Yeah, true, true. But the the weather's nice. Uh, the people are yeah. are really cool, and I got friends out here. I'm considering it. I don't know. Yeah, make you learn some Spanish. Yeah, I am learning Spanish right now. Um, I'm in the beginnings, mm-hmm. so don't don't test me. I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I, I it took me like five minutes to figure out pesos. I was like, what am I looking at? Like money. Oh, money. Wait, where's the number? Money. That number doesn't make sense. It's a different number. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I wanted to share that. So nice. how, how long, long have you been down there? Yeah, how long have you been down there? Uh about a week. Nice. Yeah. How long are you going to be there? Till Monday. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to Joshua Tree when I get back. Oh, sick. Yeah, I just got back from Alabama. Yeah. For like How was two. that? Oh, that was great. Saw the fam and mm-hmm. uh they were all good. You know, my 96-year-old grandma was there, so I got oh, to see her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, she's up there, man. And she takes care of herself. She lives alone. Uh it's it's crazy. I've never and oh. I, I hope I can be like that when I get her age. Yeah, like that's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It really is. Let's and I mean, I'm sure you know, like you have family that checks up on her and stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, we got some like, people that you know. My dad, yeah, he's yeah. not far away. Okay, my dad's yeah. not far away, and he nice. he'll come down to visit her. That's good. Yeah, she, uh, she she's funny as hell too. She uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I was taking her to a doctor. She wasn't feeling too good. We were worried it was COVID for a minute, but I think Oof. it was just an allergic reaction. And I took her to the doctor, and she's, you know, she's 96, walking as fast as she can. And she just turns and smacks me on the arm and goes, never thought I couldn't whip you, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Holy shit, Grandma! (laughs) Funny. 
Yeah, it's funny. Mm. Gotta gotta keep your head on a swivel, even around grandma. Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> around grandma. Damn. <laughs> um, other than that, um, you know, I've been investing and in, uh, building wealth, trying to figure that out. Um, acting's been kind of slow. I haven't done anything there. Just kind of there. Building so, wealth. So what are you like? You like you you stonking, bro? You, I'm stonking, uh, dude. Stonking, bro. AMC, I got AMC, bro. Nice. I don't stop, but I got AMC. AMC's been <laughs> fucking rallying lately. So. Yes. Yeah, I'm uh, very happy about that. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I invested in the S and P 500, so I'm trying to be as savvy as possible. I like to buy a home in the next year. I think that would be pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, dude, do it if you can, like. Yeah, I don't know if LA is so expensive though. I'm waiting. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm waiting for the the market to crash on the, on, on homes so I can just scoop one up for for like cheap. I know that's terrible to say, but uh, do you work for a bank? Do it. What's that? <laughs> do you work for a bank? I'm going to scoop this home up on the cheap. <laughs> Let me scoop that up on the cheap, y'all. <laughs> scoop, scoop, scoop. Scoop, 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 scoop. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Dice Try. I am your host, Daniel Schaub, and I am here with all my players. I'm here with Earl Kim. Hello. Crystal Llewellyn. Hello. And Paul Dixon. He's waving. I am waving. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? Because I, I know you, Paul. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're we're at that point in our in our relationship or of of our friendship that I uh, I can tell when you're doing things. Oh God! <laughs> Not all the things. Don't worry. Oh, okay. All right. Just, just certain, <laughs> certain certain predictable things. Oh, okay. That, I, right. that, I, that I've come come to to know as as uh, a part of who you are. What what am I wearing right now? <laughs> I probably shouldn't say. Okay. You well, are in Mexico after all. Yes, I am in Mexico. <laughs> Speaking of wearing things, I was in Target the other day and uh the woman in front of me in line was wearing a kimono that uh she did not have uh the little sash to tie clothes, so she was just like holding it closed with Yikes. her left arm Yikes. awkwardly held against her belly the entire Yikes. time she's trying to finish her transaction. Yikes. She oh, probably live real close, right? Uh we hope. I she, guess. Lives above, she lives above the store. <laughs> like no, in wait. the ceiling. Like a large grocery store. Could you imagine if if a large ass grocery store was like, we've just also opened a series of apartments. If you'd like to move above the Walmart, yeah, like if you'd like to move in above the grocery store. (laughs) Uh, Yes, the grocery store, the 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 grocery store maisonettes, (laughs) and. the big selling point, of course, when you get a tour from the leasing agent is, oh, you know, the grocery store is within walking distance. Oh, 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 oh. Yuck, 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 yuck. 
Now, the cool thing would be if there was, like, a section of the grocery store that was, like, yeah, like, you know, we don't, if it, if it wasn't a 24-hour grocery store, maybe it would be even cooler if it was a 24-hour grocery store. But it's, like, you get to go down to, there's a special, like, I would like it if it was an elevator, but it's probably too expensive. But, like, so probably just, like, a little stairwell ladder chute area that let you. A fireman's pole. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that would be so wonderful. You just slide on down into the deli section. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're like Batman. No. Oh, my God. A slide. A fucking slide. Just. I'm just going to go down to get some uh, raspberries. <laughs> yes. Can I uh, pick up my daily charcuterie board? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it! Love it! Well, since Paul is in Mexico, has anybody else done anything exciting? Yeah, have you guys done anything as cool? I mean, nothing. uh, Like, things opening back up, is there something you're looking forward to going to do within the next few months or weeks? Oh, um... I don't know. Well, hopefully Gabe and I can make it up to San Francisco after he's done with his gig. Um, we're hoping nice. that it plans out nicely nice. like that so we can go see his family. Oh, that'd be good. Aw. Fantastic. What about you, Earl? Is there anything you're looking forward to uh, doing now that things are reopening? Um, Theater? Live theater performing in front of real, real human beings. You think we're close to that? It's supposed to be happening, like next, not like in. It's right now. It's May when we're recording this. By the time it comes out, it'll be June, and I believe July is when Equity is approved for uh that to start happening again, like end of June, July. Oh wow. So, oh. that'd yeah. be cool. That would be I cool. mean, <laughs> right now, I think a lot of places are, are, are making do with outdoor venue things because it's a little bit more relaxed in, that, in those contexts. So, but yeah. I, I just, you know, I just want to go to a concert. I want to go, I want to see my friends play music. I want to watch my friends perform and act in plays and do things. I want to I wanna get back to acting in plays and doing things. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I, I can't wait for live. And I know, like, some places are, some venues are kind of playing around with opening up as far as music and concerts and stuff go, so. Fantastic. Paul, uh, Paul, Paul do you, is there anything you want to do now that businesses are reopening? Well, I mean, uh, kind of. Like, I want to go to theater and place, like, you know, like was said. And I don't, I do want to go out of the country, out, you know, besides Mexico. I want to go to, like, Ireland and New Zealand and all those places. Have you, uh, have you traveled internationally much, Paul? I've been to Paris once. Ooh, Paris. Paris, France. Um, How long? I, I was there for like less than a week, and I was it was oh. a trip with uh, my band, 
we were playing at Disney Euro. Ooh, fun. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, but that was high school. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't think I got the best experience because I was so young. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go do things that adults could. I mean, I got mm-hmm. to go see the museums and stuff, but I couldn't like, <laughs> you know, go uh, drink wines anywhere I wanted or anything like that. So it was just mm-hmm. a little uh, disappointing in that aspect. You were a little bit robbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were <laughs> robbed of an experience. I was no, robbed. I, I was robbed yeah. start out of the experience. Hey. <laughs> hey. And, um, uh, I'd love to go back. Yeah. Ireland is good fun. Oh, I bet. I'm so excited to go to Ireland. Yeah, international travel is a thing that I'm so looking forward to. I Let's um, all go. Let's do a let's do a uh, dice try travel. (laughs) That'd be fun. (laughs) My big my first big trip I'm probably gonna do is to Japan. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. That's that's probably the next thing. I want to eat at the the I Dream Jiro sushi place. Oof! Get in quick. He's he's. Yeah, he's you probably have to book much, it as soon as you know when your trip is going to be. I would. Well, assume. it's pretty much impossible, and Jiro no longer makes sushi for people he doesn't know. And he he doesn't like Americans, so I'm definitely. Yeah. Out. So he, it's it's like it's a man to be. I might be able to, like, if I can, like, pull some voice actor flex, because in, mm-hmm. in Japan's, like, one of the only few places that respects voice actors as much as they respect actors. Oh, wow. Um, and, yeah, oh, I mean, wow. most of most of my, most of whatever, you know, you know, I... Yeah, most of most of the people that that are are into Earl are uh, are in Japan because of you know Ghost and and whatnot. But you know, it's uh, they are they are the largest contingent of supporters outside, cool. of, outside of America, obviously. But like, yeah, I I it's you know it's like a snowball's chance in hell because he yeah he no longer I think takes appointments from people he doesn't know. Yeah, I believe that. Because the list of people that he does know, like, they want his sushi all the time, you know, and, and you know, if you could have a fucking revolving door of the world's most famous and interesting people paying fuck tons of money for you to make sushi for them, like, and you're old, you're fucking in your 90s, you don't want to do that shit all the time, like, you're tired, you just, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, it's, I feel like... And especially since the fucking movie, anyone who's anyone, like, any sort of, you know, not just, like, someone of note, but, like, bullshit asshole who happens to have a lot of money could have, you know, like, up and, you know, it, it's just unfortunate because there's, there's, yeah, it's one of those things where it, I don't think is a, it doesn't exist, like, in the way that it existed for anyone in the movie anymore. Like, it, it that, that sort of world was broken. Once the movie happened, which isn't a bad thing by any means, you know, but I think it's that thing of like, yeah, that's it's now a relic. It's a yeah, lot, I missed the ship on that one. Yeah, but, but you know, there there are plenty of other new hip ships to get on. Delicious, <laughs> delicious hip ships in the culinary world. I I had sugarfish for the first oh yeah, time sugarfish is great. Oh my god, what a wonderful mm. guys go go there if you haven't been. Mm. 
Wow. My my current goal, my life goal, and it, uh, so fucking 2020 fucked me up so hard uh, in so many ways. We're like, so one of the things that we were pl- that I was planning on doing uh, when Ghost came out was uh, go to Ennaka, which is uh, Nikki Nakamura's uh, or was her restaurant. Uh, she's on uh, Chef's Table. There's an episode of, uh, of of her whole process on an ep- on Chef's Table on Netflix, and she uh, and Naka is a it's in Burbank, and it is a kaiseki restaurant where kaiseki is like a coarse based, I think traditionally Buddhist uh, sort of processional eating. <laughs> I guess oh. is is a way that like I, it kind of. In my brain, it sort of is the best way to describe it, where there's multiple small courses, and it, they're all sort of about the balance of food and experience, and and like there's like you know like it's like a cold course and a pickle course and a tea course and a this course, and they're all like meant to you know they all represent all sorts of things. But anyways, Nikki, uh, Miss Miss Nakamura, this chef, this incredible incredible chef. Um, oh wow, is it in slash Naka? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, this looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like so so and Naka like she made that restaurant like from the ground up after like just I don't know. I I just her story is so incredible. I think she's also, you know, she's a queer uh Asian American woman. Um her and her partner run the restaurant like it's the most beautiful like oh, my heart and everything. <laughs> like kind of story that just makes me so happy. And so, yeah, when Ghost was coming out, I was gonna, we were planning on, uh, like, doing a dinner there to celebrate wow. it, and I, I, it just, it, pandemic. <laughs> but it's that thing of, like, one day, one day, one day. I'm adding it to my... <laughs> places places you want to go before you die. Yeah, yeah before yep. the next pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real. Oh God! I hope there's not another one. Uh, Australia's gone back into into lockdown. I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Australia's gone back into lockdown. Um, and I just Shit. sounded. I like. It's so funny when certain things I say, I can hear my voice like lean in. Australia's gone back into lockdown. <laughs> bah, right. Um, and I know. And I know. I know. My, you know. Uh, my character's. Australian, so it's good to warm up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my my friend, I feel so bad for. So one of my very good friends and uh, um, former fight colleagues, partners, uh, collaborators, a uh, woman named Lyndall Grant, uh, who also uh, runs a motion capture company called Captivate. She is mm, in, in the, she's in the cast of. Um, of Harry Potter, uh, and uh, the the new one, the the, hmm. the theater, the the, 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 the cursed child, show. yes, cursed child, child of cursed, cursed child, the theater show, curse of the um, child, curse. She she is in the cursed child theater show extravaganza extraordinaire, um, <laughs> and it's so crush. It's that thing of like, so they just started back up, like they they had. I think 
a couple weeks of shows where they had had audio, you know, like adjusted audiences for regulations and whatnot. And then, yeah, <sighs> they just opened back up, had a few shows, and then it's like, all right, back in the lockdown. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's and it's just that thing of like, wow, that's got to, I feel like there's something a little, because I don't know how I would deal if it, because that's not the case of what happened for us. It was never like, you can do it again and then they're going to take it away. It's just like, no, don't do it. You know, where, where I feel no. like it, it, you know, it's, it's a bit of a worry where, you know, and when talking about like, oh yeah, they say that it'll be, we'll be back up and running and in theaters, live theater and concerts and venues and stuff can start doing stuff again where it's like, man. And I thought, I thought Australia was doing a lot better about, you know, I thought they were doing way better with the That's surprising to hear, right? quarantine thing than we were for to yeah. begin with. And then now to hear like, oh, wait, they're, they're going back under lockdown. Wait. Yeah. What? And then it's like, now, you know, it's that thing of like, okay, now I'm thinking about all the, all the people that I know and all the people that I'm afraid of, uh, like, and all the reasons why I'm still wearing a mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated and more than, you know, like I'm months out from having, like, I'm like, I'm over a month from having it been two weeks since hmm. I, my second, hmm. you know, or like all that stuff. Like it's, 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 you know, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, but at the same time, like I wear my mask everywhere. That's yeah. the same. Lar- and it's large yeah. because I don't trust you dirty yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right there with you. I don't know, like, I hate having to be like that. And I, but then it's that thing of, like, yeah, it's, what if it does come back? I well, mean, I think it's that thing of, like, we're we're going to be living with this for, for a while now. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, I'll say this, and oh, I I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I don't think I am. We have someone competent in charge, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we didn't, it would be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can avoid it. Maybe, maybe. maybe. I mean, there's a lot of oh gosh. There's other factors, maybe. of course. I get that, yeah. but. I think that helps. Yes, there's certainly uh, an insane amount of variables. And the biggest variable is each person needs to hold themselves accountable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Regardless of who's in charge or, you know, the CDC or vaccines becoming available. What? Personal responsibility? I know. I know. It's a crazy concept, right? What? 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 Gee. But hopefully we can all reach the day where we can, you know, go do theater, do international travel, and things like that. And I think all of us would have rather have it sooner rather than later. And uh, mm-hmm. it, that really does come down to people being responsible for their own well-being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a nice way to cheery start to a podcast day. Eh? <laughs> Just to brighten your day. Yes. So last time we let off, left off with our characters, uh, Rita Rabbit had been insert- impersonating Bonita Bunny 
and had met with a potential agent, Ivan the Tiger, at a hotel late at night. And we awoke in the morning when you were supposed to go to the Toonsville Diner in order to meet Ivan the Tiger to discuss it's representation. The Ivan the Tiger. I had him. Is the girl. Ivan the Tiger. Straight to the top. Took my time, took my chances. So, the tiger. Sorry. The alarm clock goes off and it starts playing Ivan the Tiger as you all awaken in the morning. Uh, where are you all sleeping within this hotel suite? Uh, I assume that Rita took the bed, but yeah. Where did the rest of you crash? Um, is there a nice teacup somewhere? Yeah, sure. Well, I am in it. <laughs> and where did our wolf friend Mordecai collapse? You know, there's a. I found a hammock uh, outside. This sweet is sweet. I'm going to go with a hammock. All right. And you're out on a hammock. The sweet hammock, darling. Yes. The sweet, sweet hammock. hammock. On, the, on the lanai. The lanai. <laughs> and you are awoken by an alarm clock. Uh, and Rita, as you awaken, you look at the alarm clock. You... Think about, oh, Ivan told us that we should meet for brunch at the Toonsville Diner. He didn't say a specific time, but as you look at the clock, it is 11 o'clock in the morning. And if it hits noon, is it still brunch time even anymore? Or is that lunch? I think you're going to have to hurry. Ah, shit. So if you could describe set to the tune of Ivan the Tiger a montage of how Rita gets ready for her meeting with Ivan the Tiger. Well, I'm assuming she had her ears and curlers. So, um, <laughs> just like whipping out, whipping out the curlers, doing like, you know, like a close-up montage of like an eye and some mascaras being like painted on very like quickly. A little like powder puff that's just full of like a little rosy blush and just patting on the cheeks, and then the very like comical red lipstick of close up of lips with the little like lip smack, a little bit of shine on those lips. Um, and she stands in her power pose in her mirror and then literally just like runs out the door to where she's like stopped midair for a second and her feet are going out underneath her and she starts off. And our uh, Pete and Mordecai tagging along with uh, uh, Rita? Sure! I mean, I'm following her, but I'm not interested in a meeting. I'm interested in brunch. I'm quite hungry. Okay, so you exit the hotel. Um, 
the staff as you walk past all like fawn over who they still think is Bonita Bunny as she's leaving the hotel. And you step outside and you walk through the streets which are slowly becoming busy with people and animals. You see, you know, uh, lizards on rollerblades going down the street, weaving in between the legs of humans. You see birds are picking up the daily paper at the newsstand, putting them in their bills, and then flying overhead to drop them off at various houses. It's a very cartoony morning as you make your way to the Toonsville Diner, which is a very classic kind of 50s diner. Um, you know, the glass front door, big bay windows, the red leather uh, booths lining one wall, uh, and a counter on the other side with uh, the open look into the kitchen where a large um, panda bear is at the grill chopping up onions and flipping eggs, just like moving a mile a minute, which is surprising to see from a panda. <laughs> and uh, a you open the door, little bell rings, ding, 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 ding. And at the far end, uh, Rita, you see Ivan the tiger, is sitting in a booth and he is in casual mode, which means he is wearing a bunch of uh, clothing for the Toonsville cricket team, the <laughs> crickets. So he's wearing like a jersey, a little baseball cap is like squeezed in between his ears. So his ears are kind of sticking out on the side of his head. <laughs> and he's like, Pretending to read a newspaper as he's uh, waiting for you. And um, a pelican with wearing a little apron comes around picking up some menus. And she's like, good morning. How can I help you today? Oh, I'm, I'm just here to see that lovely little tiger over there. Oh, all right. And she... Uh, guides you over towards the table um pete and mordecai while you guys are standing there the panda turns around hits the bell and he's like <laughs> and then he looks at pete and mordecai and he's like well you two are late get on over here we got work to do uh... <laughs> You're the well, two fellas from the temp agency? Get over here. We need to be busting tables. Well, uh, oh, okay. Sure, sure, boss. Uh, sure thing. <laughs> and you walk back behind the counter into the kitchen, and the panda is like, he pulls a couple of aprons out, and he like throws one on each of your heads, and because the parakeet is very small... The apron weighs like, me down to the ground. Yeah, it just covers you. <laughs> <laughs> and he hand he takes a big plastic tray for like busting tables and he shoves it into Mordecai's hands. <laughs> He's like, Well don't just stand around, get a move on. Oh, yeah, 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 sir. Yes, sir. Uh mate, uh uh can you can someone get this thing off me? <laughs> 
he I'm just flapping around. <laughs> he takes off the apron and you know the little like caps that chefs wear? Uh-huh. That tie up in the back. He takes one of those and he ties it around like an apron around your neck. <laughs> Get up, prep parakeet. All right, all right. Daily special is corned beef and hash. You gotta get a move on. All right, all right. Um, potato, potato. Uh, what can I do? Uh, I'm not really suited for uh kitchen duties, if you know what I mean, because I don't have hands. <laughs> he uh he points you over to the corner, and you see just this mountainous stack of cans, which. <laughs> Is full of corned beef hash oh. straight from the can. Oh, and, well, I can do a, this. Yeah, and a can opener sitting on the counter beside it. No, I don't even need that. I don't need that can opener. I'm on it. <laughs> and I just, I get, I perch up and I just start. <laughs> and uh, you're pecking away at the cans to open them. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Rita, you walk to the end of the diner and you have a seat across from ivan the tiger oh good morning bonita good morning to you too ivan i'm so sorry if i'm late i realized that we never really established a time for our lovely brunch here today oh bonita you are the most famous bunny in the world i would have waited all day even if brunch became lunch lunch became dinner and dinner became midnight snack. Well, aren't you just a gem? <laughs> um, I'm going to have you roll something here for me. Okay. Because we're still living in a lie, so... <laughs> you keep up the lie. So it's going to be your chutzpah plus... Um, oh, what is the name of that skill? Fast talk? Yeah, fast talk. Hutzpah plus fast talk. I rolled two dice, right? I'm yeah, forgetting. two d six, yeah. and you're trying to get below the number. Eight. Okay. So I got a three and a two, and that's below my hutzpah and my fast talk. So. All right. Sorry, I am trying to roll my own set of dice here, and my desk is just covered in a so much crap right now. All right. <laughs> Ah, yes. Thank you very much, Bonita. So, I'm curious why you chose to leave your current representation. Well, you know, I think that they just aren't doing enough to work for me to to re- to really get my name even bigger than it already is. You know, people think of me as the best bunny actress, but I really want to be the Best actress. Ah, uh, yes. I totally agree. Now, uh, and uh, the pelican waitress walks over to you, server, and she uh, she takes her wing and she reaches into her bill, you know, and she pulls the pad and the pin to write <laughs> down your order from inside of her bill in the big bulbous area of a pelican bill. So what can I get you, darling? Oh, could I just take a black coffee with some sugar in it? All right, anything to eat? 
Mm, I'm good for now, doll. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You two have a lovely time. You're a very cute couple. And she turns around. She looks into the kitchen. Hey, black coffee! Little bit of sugar! <laughs> and uh, the panda turns around. He points at Mordecai. And he's like, Karen! Mm. Says what? Come on! I'm I'm busting. You want me to get coffee? Okay, I'll get coffee. I I'm fine. <laughs> so, Bonita, uh, let's talk about your the future of your career. Yes, yes, please enlighten me with how you can make my dreams come true. Well. I have some friends at Apex Pictures who can get you into some fine films. Are you done Yes, they're looking for a female lead in Mission Unlikely Part 9. <laughs> oh, do what I get to wear a cat suit and sort of fall in from the ceiling? Well, uh, I shouldn't. And he reaches into a bag that's sitting beside him, and he's like, No, this was not supposed to leave studio lot, but I have here script for Mission Unlikely Part 9. Ooh, ooh, give it over. I'd love to take a look at this. And he, and he very surreptitiously, he puts the script down on the table, but then he puts his newspaper on top of the script. <laughs> And then he puts his left arm on the table, putting his elbow down, and he puts his, like, paw up against his uh, chin, almost like he's trying to rest. And then his right paw is just, like, tipping the script in the newspaper ever so slightly across the table, as if he's trying to avoid anybody seeing what is happening. <laughs> I just, like, grab it out <laughs> from underneath him. Uh, I don't necessarily throw out the newspaper, but I, I, I'm i going to have that behind the script, but I'm going to take a look at it. Okay. And, uh, Paul, yeah. Mordecai has been asked to grab coffee for, but, well, what everybody thinks is Bonita Bunny. So we're going to have you do some skill rolls for me so you oh. don't burn yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So we are going to do zip plus dodge, I think. Plus dodge. So you're going to roll 2d6, and you're trying to get under the sum total of zip plus dodge. Okay, I got three. All righty. So... Uh, this diner is pretty rinky-dink, uh, very old, and many of the, the accoutrement of it is quite old. So as you pick up the coffee pot, you realize that it's broken in several places, and a bunch of coffee starts spilling out everywhere. It starts splashing across the floor, across the counter, and you're, like, trying ever so slowly to bring it over to the table, but also avoid it burning you. 
and you are able to bring it over to the table as all this hot coffee, which is sizzling on the floor as it smacks under the linoleum. You bring it over to the table, and Rita, you look up, and somehow within the maybe two minutes that you've been here, Mordecai is now working for the diner. <laughs> just give him like a, oh, I don't say anything as to not blow my cover, but I'm just give him a weird like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Here's your coffee, uh, miss, who I've never met. And, Thank uh, you, sir. I sort of like glare down at him. Thank you so much. Do you have my sugar? I will get it for you. Would you like cream? No, thanks, but you're a gem. I try. And for you, sir? Uh, Yes, uh, please. I would like very much uh, coffee with two pumps of caramel, uh, oat milk. uh, But uh, the oat milk, I would first like you to chill it on uh, crushed ice, then strain out ice, add the oat milk into the coffee. Okay. Figured that out. I got it. Yeah, you, 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 whatever you want, sir. Um, I'll be right back. Would you like to write that? Would you like to write that down? Or oh, do- no, no, no. I got it all up here in my, my noggin, I think. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> so you walk away to go make his coffee order. Meanwhile, in the back room, Pete the parakeet is pecking away at these cans. I think that's going to be a muscle skill, if you ask me. <laughs> Let's say muscle plus breakdown door. 2d6, right? Yeah, 2d6. Uh, and I rolled a 5. It has to be less than my actual score? Yeah, less than your muscle plus... My muscle... Uh, plus breakdown. My muscle is oddly... Uh, your muscle is 3. High. Yeah, my muscle is 3. I rolled... It has to be higher or lower? Wait, it has to be lower then. Oh, damn. So, you... You arch your head back to open up the can and dink! And your beak immediately starts to glow beet red as you're like, What are you doing? Uh, Panda yells at you. I'm I'm trying to open it. I thought I could. Ah, So I I go and grab the the can opener. And then I, I drag it up, try and get it, get all the the little teeth lined up. Can you do muscle plus pick up everything for me? Because <laughs> these cans of corned beef hash are quite large. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank God I rolled a two. <laughs> so your little wings are beating so fast <laughs> as you grab onto the can with your feet and pull it over to the can opener and then you hop on top of the can opener it's one of those electric ones where you just have to press the top oh thank god and (laughs) slowly going around chewing through the top of the can hooray 
And the panda reaches into his apron. He pulls out like a big cigar, sticks it into the corner of his mouth as he's chopping up vegetables with both hands. Meanwhile, sanitary, but uh, go ahead, boss. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the booth, Rita, you are looking through the script of Mission Unlikely Part 9. And as you're looking through it, you're like flipping through really fast. You're doing the actor's thing where you look through and you're looking through all the lines with the name of <laughs> said person, you know, just all the dialogue. Mm -hmm. You're like, how much dialogue do I have in this thing? And as you're looking through it, you're like, this character actually has quite a bit of dialogue, like a lot of dialogue. In fact, it seems like they're kind of setting up that this character will take over the Mission Unlikely franchise when the the star uh, either retires or is accidentally killed in a stunt on set. Fucking yeah. oh. tragic. <laughs> um. Well... Ivan, you've got a. This is a lovely little find. Do you think you can get me this? Well, I think I can, but Bonita, if that is your real name, can I ask you a question? Why, of course, dear. And he's now leaning across the table, looking at you very intently, and you're starting to get the impression that, um, Maybe Ivan has started to cotton on a little bit that maybe you're not who you say you are. He's like, and he says, um, you may not be the world's best actress, but you are certainly a fairly, fairly good liar. Bum, bum, bum. Well, that is very interesting that you say that, because I just feel as if... I'm just a very fantastic actress myself. Now, um, but, uh, what's your angle? He looks around the room and he's like, Well, I think it's fair to say that we both know you are not Bonita Bunny. Sort of deadpan look at him. Because he... He then reaches out and he flips over the newspaper and the headline is Bonita Brunny Bunny breaks up with Harvey Kamen? Question mark. And you see a picture of Bonita, the bunny, who looks quite similar to you, standing next to a Cayman crocodile wearing a toupee. And the Photoshop, they have Photoshopped like a broken heart frame around the two of them splitting the two of them apart and there is a quote uh, below the picture saying that Bonita claims that this is completely untrue a statement taken from her home in Seville, Spain and Ivan says look it was always a pipe dream that I would get Bonita Bunny as a client. 
She's the most famous bunny in the world, da? But, what if I could get someone who looks just like Bonita Bunny? You know, Ivan, I like the way you think. Good. Now, what is your real name? I'm Rita Rabbit. Pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Pleasure to meet you as well. And he holds out his gigantic paw to shake yours. And I give him my dainty little paws, you know, not going in for a handshake, but more just like offering a limp hand to him. Yeah. And he just like grabs your paw with like just this thumb and forefinger in quotation marks and like shakes your paw. Otherwise, he would just like crush your paw with his hand. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Mordecai, you have a coffee order to make. <laughs> I do. Welcome to Mordecai's. Oh, God. So, Would you like a coffee? I, I, I don't know how to make coffee. So, Mordecai. put it out of the pot and I hope for the best. First of all, Paul, do you remember what the coffee order was? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to roll... Caramel. <laughs> Oat milk over... At oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, so, we're going to roll smarts. Um, there's no skill that necessarily covers this. So, um, you're basically going to need to roll a two in order to get this. You got a two. Oh, snake eyes, baby. Snake eyes. Fuck yeah, baby. Snake eyes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Two, two six, sixes? Yeah, two sixes. <laughs> uh, I got five. Okay, so you have no idea. You don't remember at all what his order was. Please, you know there's coffee. <laughs> you do know that there's I, coffee. I look around it. for someone to help me. <laughs> the uh, pelican waitress is like standing at the counter, and she's punching in things on one of those uh, old-timey registers, you know, like a typewriter, like... Okay, I'm going to talk to her and ask her for help. What is it? What is it? Hi. I'm kind of new here. This is my first day. And I was wondering, um, you know Ivan the Tiger? Is that that fella sitting in the booth at the end with a tiny little bunny? That is correct. Yes, yes. Uh, do you know how to make his favorite coffee drink? Uh, I've never seen that fellow before. Uh, we don't really. Uh, what? What did he? What did he ask for? My first day, and I'm already messing this up, and I'm not even getting paid. Uh, temps. Uh. So, listen. If you never know what a coffee order is, you just take coffee and you're going to add just, you see that, that stand of pumps there? And she, you know, like this at Starbucks, there's just a line of pumps. She's like, just add anything and everything. Oh, hey, hi. Oh, no. Oh, I better. Thank you. Thank you. You're a, you're a, you're a lifesaver. 
And if he spits it back in your face, write it down next time. I really don't want to get spit in the face, but okay. okay. Well, it's going to happen. <laughs> That's the advice. Yeah, you're going to get spit in your face. You're going to have food thrown at you. This is the life. Dino service. I didn't even want to do this. Oh, God. All right, let's let's give it a go. Okay. So you pour out a little bit of coffee into a mug. Um, let's do... I think we're going to do... Hmm. Smarts plus smell. Because um, you're trying... To, you want to create like a cup of coffee that smells and or tastes good. So let's go with your sense of smell to help you out with that. Mm. Okay. Um, two sixes. Yeah. I got a 10. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so you're just walking along. You press on oh, the first no. little pump and just this deluge of something brown colored goes into the mug you go to the next pump you press it down just a sludge of this darker liquid pours into the mug you go to the next pump you're just going through every pump and you just press it down all the way holding it there so just eventually like you see the coffee rise and you see that the pumps that you put into it are like separated from the coffee at the bottom what? How? <laughs> oh God! What is this? What are these flavorings made out of? And uh, you take out your spoon and you start to stir it up. And as you stir it, it gets. Uh, you see that the spoon actually just like sticks up straight in the coffee when you let go. Oh, it, like it's uh, gotten oh, that yeah. thick, like brownie mix or something. <laughs> The coffee had a thickening. thickening. But in your head, you're like, you know what? This smells great. This will be fine. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you know, this this is fine. You know, who can tell the difference? Coffee's coffee, right? (laughs) And you bring the coffee coffee over to Ivan. You set it down. Good job, Mordecai. And he's just like looking at it as the spoon, which is... Sticking up straight in the coffee mug, slowly just kind of like slides and hits the corner of the cup. Enjoy. (laughs) Interesting. Um, So I'm going to have him drink it and then we're going to roll some dice to decide whether or not he likes it. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So. He tilts his head back. He takes a big gulp of his coffee. Hmm. Hmm. This oat milk uh, takes quite unusual. Is this organic? And as he turns to look at you, you oh. see just like all this gunk stuck to his teeth. <laughs> it's the most organic you can get in this uh, side of town. That's for sure. Oh, excellent. Uh, please. I would like another. And he holds out the mug for you. Okay. Exactly the same. Okay. (laughs) 
And you walk away. Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Pete the parakeet, you have been going through this mountain of uh, cans. 99 cans of corned beef on the wall. 99 cans of corned beef. Hey, go around, you stick it under the electric can opener, then you pour out the insides of this bowl. 98 cans of corned beef on the wall. 98 cans of corned beef. It's hanging under the electric can opener, then open it, then pour the insides out of this bowl. I'm just singing. I'm just singing and, and working away. Jesus. Hey, you parrot. What? I'm a parakeet, mate. That's racist. Well, get on over here and help me at the grill. <laughs> oh, grill. Oh, I can get you fire. I'll get you. Yeah. Like so I'm you come on over to the grill and he's like, I got, I got six orders of uh, uh, eggs benedict that got to be coming up real quick. Eggs benedict. Uh, well, we need water for that, right? Can you roll smarts for me? <laughs> it requires smarts for me to know whether I need poached eggs? <laughs> uh, how to make it, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> four. What is my smarts? I'm Your smarts smart. are four, so four. you actually do know how to make poached eggs. Oh, Wait, wait. I feel like I feel like knowing expedit or knowing knowing how to make poach if knowing how to make poached eggs is a four, then knowing how to know expedit's gotta be like uh is way more involved. But I'll sure. take I'll take it. Well you 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 start on the poached <laughs> eggs at least and you start making that up on the griddle. Nice. And the panda bear, he keeps turning to look at you observing your work and he's like hey you're not too bad parrot parakeet yeah yeah whatever uh meanwhile at the booth ivan he looks at you um rita and he's like here's the thing rita i need to know what kind of talent you have because you have certainly fooled many people in Bonita's life who know her well. But does that translate into talent? Or are you just a good con artist? I like to say a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> um, but, you know, I always imagined myself being a showgirl. I think maybe the pictures work best for my subtlety. Ah, a showgirl. So you can sing. Or dance, but I can well, croak out a tune if I, I have a gun to my head. <laughs> well, interesting. Because I heard through Grapevine, Bonita Bunny was offered to sing the national anthem at the opening day for the Toonsville Crickets. And he points to his baseball cap. What if... Bonita Bunny, and he makes quotation marks with his fingers, performed at said opening day. Mmm. I like, I like. Keep going. I think I could arrange it that you perform at this opening day. 
Well, if you think that that's going to be the best way to get me in this picture, and I still have, like, the script in my hand, like, this picture right here, then, um, say lead the way. Yes, I think it would be a good way for to see the potential of your capabilities. Oh, sit back and enjoy, because it's going to be a wild ride. Ah, uh, yes. That sounds most excellent. Please excuse me for one moment. And he gets up and he takes out his cell phone and he's holding it in his enormous paw and very carefully typing out a number with his, one of his nails. I will arrange it for you to sing National Anthem at opening day. And he walks out of the diner to take his phone call real quick. Meanwhile, Pete the parakeet, yeah, as you are in the back room, the panda bear is watching you as he's cooking up on his own side of the griddle. And he's like, ow. I can't remember what his accent is. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you said you're a parakeet? Yeah, mate. From Australia. Got a little floof on the head. It's we're not, I don't have a lot of colors. Not as many as the parrots. And I don't have the... We're a little smaller, cuter, you know. That whole thing. What'd you say your name was? Pete. I'm Pete, mate. Pete. How you going? The parakeet. That's right. And you see him reach down into his apron and he tooks out a little photograph. Let me ask you something, Pete. You ever been to the zoo? Uh, uh, <laughs> your uh, mate, I, I don't have a problem with your kind. Uh you uh you are considered large raccoon uh marsupials uh you are not i i do not fear you the way that i fear others that appear like you uh he picks uh, up a butcher knife how dare you i'm a bear i am mate, not a raccoon. no you ain't mate you are you are categorized as not a bear sir you are not a ursus Please, sir. Back. I am a bear. <laughs> Can you do a chutzpah plus fast talk for me? Okay. <sighs> oh, shit. Okay, I rolled a two and a one. A two and a one. Three. Fantastic. So he's holding out this butcher knife, pointing it in your direction as you're telling him that he is not a bear. <laughs> And slowly, the knife in his hand starts to shake. Mate, mate, you are an Alaripoda Melanial Luca. Get it, he... mate? You are not an Ursus. You are in a completely different order of of animals, of family. Uh, you are, you are, you are another, a whole other. You're not. You are you are closer to what they call raccoons he, than you are an actual bear. But you are carnivorous. 
You are caught. You can be. You don't happen to be. You've all decided that that bamboo is the way that you sustain yourselves now. Uh, but you are you are not a bear, mate. I yeah. do not have any problem with you, sir. He <laughs> drops to his knees and he puts his hand in his paws and he's like, I'm a bear. <laughs> oh, there, there, buddy. <laughs> if you, uh, if, 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 if it'll help, mate, uh, you're the filthiest fucking bear I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're a big bad bear, mate. I just pet him on the head. Um, Mordecai, oh. <laughs> as you're trying to recreate the cup of coffee that you made for Ivan, you look through the little window into the kitchen and you see the panda is close to going into the fetal position, crying, muttering <laughs> under his breath that he's not a raccoon. He's a, he's a bear. I'm a bear. I'm a bear. As Pete the parakeet is patting him on the head and shoulder. Now, Do you, do you say anything to the two of them? <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm just really confused of what I'm seeing. <laughs> uh, do do you need a hug? Do you guys need hugs? Oh mate, we got it. Uh you just uh you just you just keep keep it down. Uh keep 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 it you know, keep Keep doing what you're doing out there. We'll uh, we'll sort out the rest of the food. He just needs some time. Yeah. <laughs> he, just needs, he just needs some time. Mate, I'm gonna walk slowly mate, out. Mate, you're a folivore, mate. You're a folivore. You don't even eat. You don't even eat animals. You know those bears. They that's all they eat, and you know it's not good for them really. But you, you're on this whole vegan thing. You're living your life. You know you don't have to. You don't have to do that. Um, he's got to get up now. You know there are a lot of hungry people out there. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get, get, get them their food, right? Right, chef. <laughs> Rita, the Ivan comes back to your table, and he's like, "Good news! You will be singing national anthem this Saturday, opening night for the T Twenty League of." The Dunesville Crickets. You are amazing. Best agent? Manager? Is he an agent or a manager? I forget. Oh, please. <laughs> I am agent, but I would prefer you call me friend. Ah, uh, friend. Aww. You will need to be at stadium at 6 p.m. sharp. No earlier, no later. 6 p.m. sharp? You got it. All right. I will take my leave of you now. And uh, he reaches into his wallet and he pulls out some cash and he puts it on the table. Oh, please. Um, I will see you again. And uh, I hope you have an excellent performance this Saturday. Yes, they. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I 
I have no idea how much it really means to me. Yes, and if it turns out well, perhaps I can get you audition for Mission Unlikely Part 9. That's the dream, and we're going to make it together, Ivan. Yes. That's Vidanya. And he exits the diner. As he exits the diner, um, you take a look around the diner, and none of the tables have been busted because Mordecai is taking so long making <laughs> one cup of coffee. And there's just a stack of orders up in the window uh, because the chef is a complete wreck right now. Um, having been faced with his own... I'm going to come back to the table <laughs> with the coffee. Where'd he go? Oh, uh, uh, he just, he just had to step out. I made him a second cup. Well, didn't you do just a great job then? And the pelican uh, waitress, she finishes ringing up and she takes a look around the restaurant seeing that the tables have not been busted and all the orders are backed up. And she's like, ah, temps, you two, you're fired. Get out of here. <laughs> ah, all right. I mean, you sure your, your head chef's kind of in a mess, but uh, all right, mate. Hey, you need a better coffee maker, by the way. But your can opener's doing just fine. <laughs> and as you guys are <laughs> shuffled <laughs> out, <laughs> having gotten a job and been fired within the space of 20 minutes, maybe less. Can I at least get paid? Tips? Anything? Well, no I've, tips I've for temps. The money, I pocketed the money that Ivan gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Fantastic. And as you walk out, that is where we will end this episode of Dice Try. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I also want to note, in case Ivan fucks me over, I still have my hands on that script. I very strategically wanted to keep that in my paws in case I need to blackmail him. Mark. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Um, I, and I uh, have the recipe for sludge. I forced a, uh, a chef to stare into the void of his identity. <laughs> you know, a normal Saturday. All righty. So before we go, we should go around and do the usual thing. Plugs and all that. Um. So, Krista, why don't you go ahead and go first? Cool. So I am been working a lot, which has been good. I've been teaching and, and working on set, um, which means my YouTube channel isn't as maybe frequent or, you know, scheduled as it should be. But I am still posting videos on my YouTube. Um, I just released one about reviewing a makeup bag that is fairly popular right now. Um, and then, of course, I have all of my other content on my Instagram, at Krista Llewellyn MUA. And you can follow me there and see all the cool stuff and get updated. Fantastic. Paul Dixon, live from Mexico. See, <laughs> si. uh, yeah. 
What do you have going on, man? You know, I'm just traveling, uh, and when I get back, I'm planning to jump right into the whole uh, uh, filmmaking and uh, whatever I can get my hands on in film and uh, acting. Uh, got some uh, prospects for uh, theater, if that ever opens up anytime soon. Uh, so beyond that, uh, you can follow me at Paul Allen Dixon. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and all the other things that they have. Social media. Fantastic. Yeah. Earl Kim, how about you, my main man? Well, uh, for the... I'll, everyone has heard it before, but I'll say it again. I stream on Twitch, uh, usually on Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays, at Earl of Samich. Um, I'm also available on all the social medias under that, or at Firestorm on Instagram. Uh, yeah, that's sort of where I've been, what I've been doing, so. That's Sounds me. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, I would be remiss to mention you can follow GTM at Japarican on Instagram and Twitch. He hasn't streamed as much lately just because he's busy with work, but as that winds down, I'm sure he'll be jumping into more of that. What about you, Dane? Well, thank you for asking. I actually do have something to announce. Ooh. At the end of June, I will be coming out with a book on oh, Amazon. Uh, what? Ah, Ooh, yes. I'm surprised anyway. Yes. So I don't have a solid release date yet, partially because I don't know how long the process of it getting you know, accepted and turned into a Kindle version will take. What? But the book is called The Revivalist, and it is a horror novel, and that will be coming oh. out at the end of June. So make sure that you follow me at Hemingway Light on Instagram and Twitter oh. so that you hear when it does get released. The Revivalist. That's so yeah. exciting. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. That's incredible. Thank really you. Hooray, hooray. Yeah, I, uh, I have somebody working on the cover for me right now. Nice. Doing the design for that. Oh. And I've just been going back through, you know, checking the grammar and all that. And uh -huh. rewriting little bits. But more or less, it's done. So that'll be coming out here shortly. Nice, 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 awesome. nice. I'm incredibly excited so and incredibly nervous. Yeah, man, <laughs> that's so great. You got... Yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, it's also so... I feel like, I don't know, it's got to be such an interesting... Like, with books, I don't know, that like it's such a... One, books are so... There's so much. There's so, there's so many pages in, in, in making a book. But then, like, I don't know, it's like a physical, real thing i think it's such an interesting thing for me just because acting has been sort of my main uh art form and it's relatively intangible uh, uh, until you you know film and tv one but even film it's like oh it's a a, a a file on a computer now whereas like a book is like a physical book you can you know read it you can throw it across a room you could beat someone to death <laughs> like it's a it's a it's there in the space and then you know you'll have a stack you can do that with an ipod <laughs> well, <laughs> well 
but I don't know. Like, it's got to be. I don't know. There's something really wild about that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just weird that I think of it like that. But I don't know. Congratulations, Dan. That's really cool. Thank you. I can't um, wait to read it. Yeah. So it will be coming out in ebook form first. Um, well, yeah. And then I'll be signing up for the print on demand, so you could mm-hmm. get it. Um, I'm not sure what the timeline is on yeah. that, but the ebook version will be available at the end of June. Yeah. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're worried about reading, it's only like 45,000 words, which is about 200 pages, give or take. Oh, yeah, so, so it's, it's nice and short. Quick read. Uh, what would you say is your target audience? Is that, does that work like that with books? Like, are you um, like. Is it is it definitely for adults, it is fully adult horror story. So it includes some gruesome elements. Yeah. Uh, gore. It is some violence. gore, for Trigger sure. War- content warning, violence. Yeah, gore. I would say if you Magic? read Stephen King or uh, Clive Barker or anything like that, you are, you are definitely okay with reading it if, you know... You're more of like a John Grisham fan or something like that. Maybe not so much. <laughs> who who would who would be the who would be the 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 person that you'd be like? This is for you. Like, like. Well, I would say if you're a fan of Clive Barker, hopefully Ooh. you'll like this. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because I am a big fan of his, so I'm sure there's some. Uh, similarities might be the best way to put it Um, at least in terms of tone nice i guess i didn't talk about what the book is about (laughs) i should actually give like a plot description i mean you have have to i'd like to know just for my own my own information but you know yeah so the book the revivalist is about a small town in iowa that has been slowly dying since the local factory shut down, and a preacher shows up to do a tent revival, and in order to draw people in, he announces that he's going to kill the demon that has plagued this town. And he he summons something, and he kills it, and then things get even weirder. Some of that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nice. That sounds if really that great. excites you or interests you, that'll be available in just about a month. Yeah. Oh, so exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to follow these lovely people on social media and all that. And we will see you next time for more Dice Try. Goodbye. 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 Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub. And this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review.